Hello everyone and welcome to episode 210 of Mighty White's podcast. I'm aware that Man City are playing Leicester right now and no one is watching live. Truth be told, you know, I have it on down here as well. Uh, we, My work schedule's knackered everything this week, so this is going to be a relatively quick one. Um, it's easy to talk about how shit Leeds were against Palace. But really, we should talk about Michael Elise. He's embiggened that role with his cromulent performance. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, the lesser used words. Right. So we'll do the quick bit. We'll talk briefly about the first half an hour of that game. That That is one of the best performances Leeds have put in this season, that first half hour. Yeah. Dominating, confidence. <laughs> Everything you dreamed of. Patrick Bamford scoring a header direct from a corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, we... You know, Sinistera nearly scored early on. He had another couple of efforts that were pretty well saved. Aronson had his little backheel flick, which was pretty well saved. Strauch had his header from a free kick, which was very well saved. Um, you know, it was really Leeds playing well. Obviously, Bamford's header is a fantastic header. Good corner from Aronson. Well, I suppose good corner because there's a near post run. If it doesn't, if there is, if no one's there, it looks like a bad corner. Um, but yeah, at half an hour, you were just watching that game, thinking, "We've got this." Yeah, I, the, I think the frustration was with the the game at Selhurst Park was that it took Palace twenty minutes to sort of figure out how to play against us, and then course corrected yeah and then they just kind of picked us off as they needed to the first half was was them not really doing anything except whenever it was a set piece and we just decided to not mark anyone yeah i didn't really see the two chances early on in the set pieces because it was when we all had his backs turned uh, I have since seen back them hit Richlup hitting the post, completely unmarked, six yards out, middle of goal. And the second one wasn't great either. Um, but yeah, they, we also looked a massive threat at set pieces because they weren't defending. It was a weird one for that. And then sort of 30 to 40, maybe 35, but there was 10, 15 minutes after that half hour where they did start to get in the game. As they started dropping deep and getting on the ball, and they looked a bit better for it. But we still didn't look in any real danger. And then we give away a cheap set piece, which in, in the ground at the time, I still didn't think looked like a free kick, and I haven't seen it back. And by the sounds of it, when I asked on the day, no one who'd seen it on telly saw a replay. They never showed one. No, it just... <laughs> it cuts from... If I remember... I, I can't remember who it's, it's kind of a, a close-up shot of. And then it just end, like cuts back to the, the hard camera with... Rocker and whoever it was going to ground. I think, if I remember rightly, that it was Eze, but I know it was. I know it was definitely Rocker, but it was one of them where it looked like they give it away and just run into him and shut the sense of her. Yeah, but I haven't seen it back, and I was in the ground, so I could have just had Leeds eyes in. However, the main thing that you have to do is defend it. I mean, Elise swings it in, and they sort of deflect it between two of them so it loops up into the air. But both of those two are basically unmarked. And then it loops up in the air. Gay reacts. No one else does, including Melier, who, I mean, look, I still think he's one of the better young goalkeepers in Europe and he will keep getting better because he's young. But God, he's slow getting off his line there. If he sets off, 
if he reacts even a little bit slow, he gets there first comfortably. And he's just don't go. It was just yeah, just terrible all round. Mm. It's just uh, I haven't seen us defend that badly at set pieces since kind of that run in the first season back in the Premier League, where yeah. it just became a oh you've got a corner against Leeds, so you're one nil up. I hear. Yeah, where yeah the the bit where the joke was Bielsa will not do set pieces because they are cheating. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, it was just. I, I, it, it's so disappointing when it happens three times in a half like that because mm. if you don't learn your lesson from the first one, like that's all on you. Yeah, and I mean the two. Obviously, the first two must have been back to back because they were both with his backs turned, and that was only for a minute. Yeah, it was it was very close. Um, but and, and, and the the one let off we had, I think, was just before the goal when they had a free kick, close to goal, and I think it was Elise took it, and it just went straight to Melier, if I remember rightly, and then we contrived to concede a free kick within about ninety seconds. Yeah, and it's not the first time we've flown away a stupid goal just before half time as well. We've done it quite a lot this season. And it does, it comes back to there's a load of the problems at Leeds that I do think are mental ones. There's a lot of, you know, the lack of composure and things like that are part of it. But the number of times we're in a decent position and you're like, right, no stupid for a minute. And just, the number of times we're around, make them run for it, get to half time. Yeah. So half time's one all. And I'll be honest, we were walking down the half time. Uh, I went down with my dad and we were just. We were pretty happy. Although we were annoyed at conceding the soft goal, we were pretty happy with the performance overall. And then, I just have to say, like, in the grand scheme of all the time you've been watching Leeds United, how bad was that second half? I I was trying to think of games where we've... We, like, I've seen us fall apart from minute one in many a game. Yeah. Uh, or... or on you know just not being in control of a game and then it's it's fallen apart but I, I really, was really struggling to think of a game where we we were in front and you think right you know this palace team are struggling they're having to work for it um we we should you know we're, we're creating chances it's not as if I, I haven't looked at the xg but i imagine it will have been. I think by the fairly... by the end, Palace will have had a lot. Oh, I meant for us in terms <laughs> of like our chances in the first half. Like I think we had some, we had some good chances. They weren't some half chances. Sam Johnson had to play really well in that first half. Yeah, he did. Um, he had a really good game. Uh, for what it's worth, in for goal has us by the end of the game, one point oh four to three point three four. And that is probably, well, almost entirely the first half. <laughs> Will that will that XG? Um, you know, I think we had a couple of tame efforts in the yeah in the second half, didn't we? But now, like the closest thing I can think of is is the second leg of the playoff game against Derby. Yeah, that's like, the example a few people have used, and I definitely think it's the best one. I've just conceding a stupid goal just before half time and then falling a, apart with a massive, yeah, massive defensive error and. 
then Dennis Wise clearly came in to give some words of wisdom <laughs> to, to really lift the lads. Yeah. Um, right, in, in case anyone doesn't know why he's saying that, when when Dennis Wise was manager of a number of games, we'd be good in the first half and then come out for the second half playing terribly. It was just, it happened all the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, we won't go through all the goals. The one that I do want to talk about is uh, the Palace's second goal. Because although we've started the second half badly, while it's one apiece, you're still in the game. And I don't really like going, oh, this player. But you saw, there comes a point where you have to. And they have got to drop Luke Ayling. I love Luke Ayling. He's been a tremendous servant to the club. He's been a brilliant part. There were some of those championship games where he drove us on by himself. He's been absolutely brilliant for us. But you can't carry someone who's playing like this. Like, Leeds won three 50-50s to get possession back. And he just twatted it across the pitch to nobody. Gave it away. They break. Strauch and Furpo should, should probably do better with being with the runners. But it's a cross-in that is relatively easy to deal with if Erling just steps forward and heads it away. But instead he steps backwards so it Ayu can get in front of him. And like you just at the minute, like Forest goal, Ailing was the mistake that led to it. Arsenal, yeah, we ended up getting battered, but while it was nil-nil, we had as many chances as they did, and then Ailing gave away a stupid penalty. You just you can't it, it, he has runs, he's had runs like this before as well. If you just have it in dreadful form, get him out the side. He might be in decent nick in a couple of weeks. But right now, you just can't you can't carry someone who's playing like this. No, and I think you saw in his reaction to that. Oh, he, goal. he absolutely it, knew it, didn't he? Um, <laughs> and, I, and I think that's, I think that's the reaction to his form of the, these last few weeks, not just that incident. Um, you know, around around the time of the of the the Man United games, I, th- I think he came in and, and did a job in the. He had a he had a really I mean he set like a tackling record, didn't he? Yeah. But he had just a ridiculous run where he did that. But I think if I remember rightly, he also did like give away a goal in that. Like it it's just this run that's been going on for a while now. And look, I, I you know, I, I am not looking for Graffia to, to have a go at him. Like I don't expect any manager no. to, to criticize him, but it's in the same way when you, you talk about a goalkeeper that's out of form. Like at some point, yes, you, you've got to defend them to the media, but at some point, if they're not playing well, you have to drop them. And yeah, you know, I I'm not a massive fan of of, of Rasmus Christensen, the the central midfielder who moonlights as a right back, apparently. Um, <laughs> but unless. Uh, they have recently changed the laws on terminating loans uh, in between yeah. the transfer windows that I didn't know about. And I'd like to think I do. I play enough football manager. Um, it, it kind of has to be him. Yeah, he's got to come in at the minute. We just... It, we can't keep doing it. It's, unfortunately, this last few games, it's been like starting with a goal down. And you just... You can't end up like that. Um I can't be fucked really talking about the rest of the goals in detail. There was, you know, there was, it was shit just all over from basically everyone. Hmm. Is there a single player from that second half that you can give any credit to? No. I'll tell you <laughs> I, don't, 
really I can tell you who came out of that second half looking good. Is it Tyler Cody, Adams? Cody Drummer, <laughs> Tyler Adams, Darko Jerby. <laughs> Anyone not associated with this mess. Yeah. Leaf Davis. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, they came out smelling of roses from that second half. It was just... Jordan Stevens, Robbie Gotts. <laughs> it was... Fine players. It, it was. I mean, I I put on the I put on our Twitter that it was shameful, and I I did actually mean that. That was the sort of performance that I think that they should be ashamed that they should be ashamed of. And you just have to hope that they are. And you just have to hope that it, you know they get a kick up the arse and that they're better next time because we're not a good side. Sometimes you have bad performances. That second half I think was a bit of a perfect storming, but we were awful and Palace were good. But yeah, um, it was quite. Um, I don't know if you listened to to the Phil Hay show this week. I I haven't. Was this? It was. It was Hayden Evans on it this week. It was. Yeah, and I, I, it's on my list, but I never got. I never got chance. Because one one of the things he said on it was as soon as uh, they started linking Roy Hodgson with coming back, he was like, "Ah, oh, no, no, not him." Um, where you know where I think a lot of people looked at it as a. Really, this is this is what you've gone for, is that you've sacked your manager and you're going back to the retiree. Mm. Um, and he said, look, you know, the, the players love him there, the club hold him in the highest esteem. He will get them play, you know, he'll get them playing again. He will have them motivated for the rest of the season, and they will be fine. Um, well, they're basically fine now. Yeah, it's it, I mean, the long the long and and uh, we'll come on to it later because it is a. Uh, one of the ones that affects us, but they've had another good result today. So, uh, and, and you know, the uh, I think the thing a lot of people were speaking about at the end was uh, about, uh, I imagine in retellings this will get earlier and earlier. But, uh, half an hour from the end, Roy Hodgson shaking hands with his his staff and walking down the tunnel, going, "Yeah, we're we're good here." Yeah, um, was actually about two minutes from the end, but yeah. one day it'll just it'll be at half time. He just left. It's like now we've got this. You know what? We were that bad and they were that much better than us in that second half. You know, if he would have just walked off with 10 minutes left, I don't think I wouldn't have been mad. If someone said, Is that disrespectful? I'd have said, Yes, but it, we earned that disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Gotta earn respect here, boy. Respect. <laughs> right, Hudson, go take your school, boy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, just because of the way he said that and he ended it with boy, that's the Undertaker, not like. <laughs> old ra- racism in America. <laughs> yeah, just 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 to be clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So walking. you know, we were we were really really bad, and we we went from a situation where we looked like we might we weren't going to be safe, but we were going to be in a really strong position into right back in the shit. Um, and today. We, it hasn't really put us any more in the shit, but result, results could have been better. They could have been worse. Um, probably in order of what's fucked us more. Uh, Wolves beat Brentford because they. I mean, I think Wolves will be fine anyway, but Wolves beat Brentford two 0 Again, we spoke about this before. Brentford's away record is is fairly poor this season. Yeah. Um. The the really 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 shitty result will come to. Last because I think it'll be funniest, but we'll talk about the two good ones. Palace doing us a favour, two goals for Eze winning at Southampton. Southampton look really, really, really in trouble. Like they're pretty much gone, I think. 
Yeah, they, they had that. Um, they had that start under uh, Sellers that's in charge there. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to say. I hope you can remember his name because I'll be honest, I can't. But I when you said Seller, when I, you said Sellers, that rung a bell. It was Seller. It's Sellers and Teller. But I was thinking I might get those two mixed up. Yeah. Um, and they they kind of had that. I'm going to say a mini bounce where I don't know if they necessarily won, but they, they were looking better those first couple of games. But uh, Well, they definitely won some because they won at Stamford Bridge, didn't they? Well, that's not an achievement, is it? And I'm saying, no. I'm saying that I don't know we lost, but um, <laughs> I'm saying that looking at uh, their result today as well. Well, as I, the, as to... the Frank Lampard revolution rolls yeah. on. Yeah, in order to avoid stress, I didn't watch any of the games that affected us. I, like I always do when Leeds aren't playing, watch the Brighton game because they're the best team to watch in the league. And you seem stressed Except... out that they weren't winning. I, I genuinely, I was annoyed because, but it was because it was Lampard. I really do hate him. But yeah, like, I mean, they battered him. If it had been five, it wouldn't have flattered him. Uh, <laughs> is that uh, three defeats in three for Frank Lampard's uh, Chelsea? Yes, yeah, so that's that's three out of three. Uh, you know, Real Madrid, all right, it's Real Madrid. But the other two were away at Wolves and at home to Brighton. When, I, I think that the world is finally coming round to what Leeds fans have said over long, and that's that Frank Lampard is a shit manager. It's like, no, listen to us. We, we, Yes, we think he's a prick, but we also don't think he's a good manager. <laughs> um, Both could uh, be true. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was funny. Uh, yeah, Pally beating Southampton good for us, and uh, the the goodest of the goodest of lads this week. Uh, Alex Benison saying that if Dan James keeps us up, we should give him a new contract. Uh, Everton won, Fulham three, goal and assist for Dan James. He's a good lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good um, lad. That little scum bastard. It um, sounded like it was a really weird game that was all over the shop, like. Fulham started out battering Everton and then Everton made one change and Everton battered Fulham for a bit. And then it was a bit more even, but Fulham took it. That is a really important one for us because as much as, you know, we probably, you would think aren't going to get anything on Monday night, that keeps Everton two points behind us and we've got the game on Monday in hand. Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking at the the detailed Premier League table, so I don't think this will have been updated from today's results. Um, uh, the B- like I'm just looking at the BBC one. The actual, the like full detail one probably hasn't been. Well, no. The, the the interesting thing about this that I quite like is that in the home league table, Everton are in the relegation zone. In the away league table, Everton are in the relegation zone. In the actual in, table, in the actual not. one, they're not. And I yeah. don't know how that works. Yeah. It's one of those odd things um, that the other teams, I imagine, away from home are just... Oh, oh no, it's the case that Leicester and Southampton are just that bad at home. It, it gets rid of everything that they've got. Um, but yeah, that's a really good result for us. Um, Fulham, bad looks of it coming back into form before we play them next weekend. Well, hopefully, they, yeah, hopefully it was a... A one night stand thing of just a uh, rising to the occasion when they needed to, and then back well, to if... being unable to rise to the occasion. Before I turn this metaphor into a smutty podcast, yeah. um, um, smutty podcast is my uh, punk band, I believe. Um, <laughs> the if Dan James really does want to keep us up, the thing that he needs to do is poison everyone on Friday. 
Not seriously, just make them ill. <laughs> is this a is this a Tottenham lasagna situation? Yes, exactly. And then, <laughs> but finally, the worst result for us, and the one that if we weren't involved would probably be the funniest. Well, no, still Lampard. Um, Tottenham two, Bournemouth three. Spurs are so Spursy. So, they are a joke club. They try to leave to join a Super League. Yeah. Um, so, like, say I, what you want about the other ones. Like, come on. That Audi Cup of... is not propping up your trophy cabinet. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't watch all of this because, like I said, if I just watched Bournemouth because I knew... Bournemouth? Fuck. That's because that's what that says. I watched Brighton because I knew it would be more fun. Uh, but I did watch the last 15 minutes because this was delayed by 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes, Spurs had a goal this lad for offside, then got it back to 2-2. And then in like the 93rd minute, Richarlison misses the biggest sitter you've ever seen. Unmarked header, six yards out, puts it wide. And then Bournemouth go up the other end and nick it in the 90th. Um, I know I have said to you several times, and I won't be the only one who said, if Bournemouth went down, I would want Dominic Solanke. Two goals, two, one goal, two assists for mm. Dominic Solanke today. Um, and somehow Spurs are still fifth. I, th- I think this tells you how unpredictable the teams outside of the top three have been, really. Mm. Um, like, yeah, fifth in the table, 53 points, so still firmly in contention for a Champions League place. Aston Villa seemingly pushing for Champions League football now as well. And it turns out they needed to uh, get rid of Steven Gerrard and sell Danny Ings. Yeah. And that was the magic formula. And just go, yeah, no, we... you know what? Ollie Watkins, that's it. No effect on us today, but that was a hell of a win for them against Newcastle. I, I didn't realise they were up to sixth. Yeah. Um, I, I'm then... just looking. I'm just looking at all of them people chasing the top four, and just going, "Go on, Brighton, <laughs> just do it." I really want Newcastle and, and Scum and Spurs to all just go off, and then you've got a Champions League of Arsenal, Man City, Villa, Brighton. Just yeah, that because it'd be funny. Yeah, that'd be much more fun. I'd love to see um, Brighton in Europe. I must have, uh, you know that, Bo- but Bournemouth winning at Spurs today that puts them four points ahead of us and six points ahead at relegation zone. They're not safe, but they're not a million miles off. No, they, they've um, they've looked all right in the last few weeks. Uh, just looking at their results, like one today, beat Leicester, lost to Brighton, beat uh, beat Fulham, lost to Villa, beat Liverpool. You know, it's it's a solid for for where they are in the league. That that's been a solid run of results. That's kind of got them out the the relegation zone. Yeah, and um I'm just looking at what they've got next. Like their their next three games. West Ham at home, Southampton away, Leeds at home. Yeah. You'd have to fancy them to get like four points. I mean hopefully they don't you're hoping they don't get out against us, but like at their place they're probably favourites. And if they get four points, they're probably safe. Yeah. That's... So that... they've got Chelsea. They've got Chelsea at home after us as well, which is oh, and they're eminently beatable. <laughs> the, the two you've got to watch out for are Scum and Headbanger Mosh. Yeah. 
Sorry, Crystal I, Palace. I am genuinely looking at him thinking that Palace are going to finish above Chelsea. I mean, someone did the maths. Chelsea could mathematically still get <laughs> relegation fight. It would um, take it takes something ridiculous, but it is doable. They are um, stuck on thirty nine points, and we all know that that's one point from safety. And and I don't know where a Chelsea win is going to come from under that math. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it's now you would think really the bottom six, but West Ham have got that extra game in hand and are already on thirty. And I think Southampton are gone. Oh, the, the other one that I didn't even bother mentioning. Oh, I've just seen John Stones' goal, by the way. It's a lovely finish, isn't That's it? a brilliant finish. Centre-half on his weak foot. Um, it's um, shades of Ben White against Charlton. Yeah. the um, I think Southampton are gone, and I think West Ham upwards will be fine. So I think you're looking at Leeds, Everton, Forest, Leicester for those for spots 18 and 19. And again, if you, as usual, if you believe the bookies, Leeds are, I mean, comfortably bigger odds than that. To go down at the minute, Southampton one to twelve, Forest two to five, Leicester four to six, Everton ten to eleven. Something I hate, by the way. There should never be four teams odd on to get relegated. <laughs> that's that's being a tight bastard as a bookie. Uh, right now, how's your confidence level? It's. It's very much where it was because you, you asked me last time uh, if we won this, did I think we were safe? And and I said no, like because it's because it was still so tight down there that mm. a bad result would drop us. And and that you know that's the daft thing that 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 one winner's got Crystal Palace pretty much safe, you know, pretty much clear of that now. But yeah. It really has separated out quite a lot, hasn't it, from how ridiculously tight it was. Yeah. Um, like, it, it was quite funny because I said I wasn't confident, but there was a lot of... But again, the talk was, if we win this, I think, you know, I think we'll be okay. And then listening to radio leads afterwards of people just thinking, well, that's it, we're fucked. It's over. And, and I, you know, I... I think it will be close. I don't think we'll go down just because I know it's Man City, but I, you know what I took you know what I took from before the before John Stones even scored in that Leicester game. Man City kicked off, passed it to their centre back, and Leicester dropped back. Oh, did they immediately because I didn't like, see the first it, 15, it 20 minutes. It wasn't even a case of hold your line. No, they dropped. Mm. And you know, I've, I've, I, I was surprised they went for Dean Smith because his experience in a relegation fight has not been great. Well, what has he had? He's had getting sacked by Villa because they might have been in one, and then ha- having su- having survived the year before because of goal line technology failing. Oh yeah, that did happen, didn't it? I forgot about that. <laughs> then they were then they were getting dragged into it again, so they sacked him and got Steven Gerrard in. Uh mm-hmm. went to that he went to Norwich after that. Yeah, he, he was at Norwich. Um and then right, I'm trying to remember the timeline of this. Did he get Norwich up and then do nothing with Norwich in the Premier League and got sacked because they were going down? Um no, he took over from Daniel Farker and then 
took and took Norwich down. Yeah. Okay. That was when he came in, and then he got sacked like middle of the first championship season. Hmm. So it didn't go well. No, it, it's not the inspiring choice. What they should have done is gone for Roy Hodgson. Clearly, that's the man. yeah. It, it turns out that's <laughs> whoever. It turns out that's what we should have done. That's what everyone should have done. We should all hire Hodgson. him. Just share Roy Hodgson between us. Give him the England job again. Um, no, like please don't. <laughs> um, but I, I, the way I've, the way Leicester have looked since getting rid of Rogers. Has done nothing to make me think they're gonna put a run together. Southampton, I don't fancy at all at this. And I know that it's still only four points, but four points when it's this close is is a fair margin. Mm-hmm. You know, it's back, that's back to back wins you need to put together to get yourself out of there, and they're not going to do that. Um, and I look at Forest and just think the they're just not they just don't score enough goals. Forest to winning tomorrow. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> because, oh, well, because no they're defenders. Play, they're playing scum, and like it's just fucking written. It's just I just expect it to happen. Like tomorrow, we don't get any respite. Arsenal away at West Ham, scum away at Forest. Um, we need. I mean, t- to be honest, as I said, I think West Ham are getting out of it anyway. But you need two away wins there. Sorry, and I'm then looking, I'm just looking at the Manchester United team news with Martinez, Varane, Rashford, uh, Garnacho out, Tom Heaton out, Donny I'm telling, right, I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm having some money on Forest. <laughs> Shaw and McTominay possibly out as well. Jesus, like it, it's set for Phil Jones to come in, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my I am. My confidence is shaky now. Like it's really obviously I spent most of this season thinking we were going down. And then we just got we just got into a position where I started to believe that we'd be okay. And then God did it come crashing down. Um so yeah. By the way, for for how bad a season Liverpool are having, I didn't realise that we were the only team to beat them at Anfield this season. God, is that still true? Yeah. Jesus. They've, they've, they've had, they've, at home, they've won nine, drawn four, lost one. Jesus. That is ridiculous. God, they must be bad away from home. Speaking um... of which, <laughs> Monday night, Liverpool at home. For, um, I have no idea what... I mean, I know what I think going into this. I think we're going to get beat. But they're certainly... It's not like playing Liverpool the three seasons previous to this. No. Um, again, while I've got it here, Liverpool away from home, won three, drawn four, lost eight. Now, that's a really bad away record for a supposed top team. No, they're not a top team. They're, they're, they're eighth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Leeds will talk about... They have been 4-3-3, sometimes bordering on 4-2-4, depending on if they really go for it. Alisson's a world-class goalkeeper. If we're playing Sinistera against Trent Alexander-Arnold, I fancy Sinistera. But going the other way, it's scary. Um, Canati and Van Dijk, 
yeah, Van Dijk is not what he was. He is no longer like one of the best centre backs in the world, but he's still good. Kanate is good. Andy Robertson really good. If he can, uh, I'm assuming his chin has been smashed to pieces, though. <laughs> Judging by his reaction, the uh, the vicious attack. Yeah, to being shrugged off by a liner. Um, Imagine if you did that in Sunday League. Imagine. Uh, um, yeah, th- I I imagine we will go back to possibly similar to how we set we set ourselves up out of possession against Brighton. Like I can see us picking our moments just because of adult back sinister to track um, Alexander Arnold well enough if we play high up the pitch. So it's probably easier for us to drop back in and pick our moments. Yeah. Um, going through midfield, they've still got quite a lot of midfielders out, haven't they? Like, I don't think Thiago's fit. Um, like, I mean, the, the predicted lineup here is Henderson, Fabinho and um, Curtis Jones. Yeah. Which, you know, sounds like a less scary midfield than it can be. But I know Luis Diaz is like back available in the squad. I don't know if he'll be fit to start. Uh, and then up top, Salah, Gakpo, Jota, probably. Um, if I was them, I'd be tempted to like play two and like put for and put Firmino in. And because if he drops off the front, he'll drag someone out, and they've got all the pace to run into the gaps that that leaves. Um. But their, their team in a 4-3-3, it's not overly complicated. It's just full. It's just got a lot of good players in. It just depends how strong their midfield is. However, our midfield in that second half was completely non-existent. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, we just looked we just looked way thin, didn't we? Yeah. Um, which is frustrating because you've gone from a couple of really good performances from. From McKenney and and Rocker, and it just disappeared, and it went and the you know in the blink of an eye, Jack Harrison returned to I'm going to try really really hard, and everything I do is not going to work. Yeah, um, you know that Pepper's got his feet up here because he's took Harland off at after. <laughs> um, yeah. I just no, it, it's. It's an interesting one with Liverpool because it is still a good team, you know. Yeah, like it should. They should be. There's no excuse for that squad being eighth. Um, what did they line up like again? The the daft thing in in this poor form, or this poor season they've been going through is two all draw against Arsenal, and uh, Um, having I I watched that coming from two nil down as well. I watched that game. Arsenal were miles the better side for about, weirdly, I think it was about half an hour. <laughs> and then Liverpool could easily have won it. Um, yeah, that team that I just listed from who scored is what they played in the last game. Uh, Thiago was on the bench, though, so I think he'll come back in. Uh, probably for Curtis Jones. Um I tell you what, though, if, if and you know, if, and if you're playing against us, I don't think you play Gakpo center. F- uh, well, you might play him center, like you maybe drop Jota deeper, 
and you play Darwin Nunes against us because mm. I just think he'll he'll have the run on our defenders. Well, he, he did at Anfield. He did have this was still sort of the early days of bless him. He's trying so hard and not scoring goals, Darwin Nunes. Yeah. Um, but he did have some decent chances there that I think we probably got a bit lucky with, ultimately. Um, you say about Thiago coming in, though, if you've got a midfield three of Thiago, Fabinho and, and Henderson... It's a bit slow. It's, it's not the most mobile midfield, which which admittedly... Yeah, but is up if, ours, if ours is McKenny and Rocker, yeah. does that matter so much? Uh, the, but Thiago's yeah. like incredibly good at turning out of pressure and stuff like that, and it, it, I think that could be valuable. Interesting uh, note on Weston McKinney, by the way, because uh, I uh, started a football manager save with the update uh, for Leeds. And Weston McKinney's finishing is better than Patrick Bamford's. Yeah, and I think he scored like two goals in about eight, two years. Yeah, so his, his, Both his, of finishing them. Is 14, his, <laughs> his finishing is 14 to Pat Bamford's 11, which I thought was a bad harsh. That is way too high. <laughs> is, uh, is that McKinney's stat? Um, yeah, um, well, Alice is saying, talking about Sam Greenwood now, he doesn't understand why no one rates him. And he thought it was, you know, superb at the end of last season and stuff. Now, I wouldn't be throwing him in, but he's another one who probably came out of the last game looking good by not being there. Um, but well, on I that think... topic, on that topic, what changes do you think we will make? Um, first on Sam Greenwood. I think if you're going to play Sam Greenwood, you, you he needs to be there instead of Aronson, probably, in this team, if you're going to throw him in. Um, like, I know he, he finished off last... Like, throwing him in against Brentford was definitely a, a bold call on Jesse's part, and it, it, it worked out, and he had quite a good game. Well, can you remember how shocked we were when we read that in the pub? <laughs> It was it was a bold call, <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think if you if you have like McKenny and Adams sort of playing behind him, I think you probably get away with that. I, but if you were to I, bring I him still... in centre mid, you couldn't you couldn't play him with Rocker for certain, and no. I don't think you could play him with McKenny really. No, I've, I I still don't know. I know you've said you probably see him as a as a ten. Going forward, I yeah, it's it's probably the best bet with him. I think. Um, as for us, where do you start? I mean, he's got. I I think he's got to blink now with Ailing. I think Christensen has to come in. Yeah. Um, I mean, I said. I said. I mean, I did say this before the Palace game, admittedly. But I, I just don't see how we can't. Um, Depending on it, sound. I will say from press conference, he's been in training, but it, it didn't sound to me like Verba's going to be available. I think if it's touch and go for this one, he'll leave him out because he knows that the games that follow this are probably the big ones. Yeah, I'm just... I'm looking at what else you can change and it, and it might be a case of maybe Sinistera drops out as a, as a defensive... Call, but I suppose on the flip side of that is uh, not I, so, I, or Somerville any more defensive minded than, than yeah, Sinistera? Well, 
Yeah, what I was going to say is I think our best chance of creating summer, as he, as with every single team that's played Liverpool this season, our best chance of creating summer is down that side. So if Sinistera drops out, the only way I'm okay with it really is if it's Nonto that comes in. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, I, look, I look elsewhere at that team. Outside of, like you say, if you wanted to bring Sam Greenwood in, but I, I wouldn't bring him in for to play alongside either McKenny or Rocker. I think he'd have to be part of the three. Mm. Um, there is an argument for playing a straight 4 3 3 in this, or even a more straight 4 4 2. But with with that, you probably, I don't know who you'd play on the right. You'd, I mean, you could just play Harrison on the left as like a left mid, probably Aronson, if you were going to play it as a straight 4 4 2. But I don't think we'll do it. By the way, you can, well, they've really got their feet up. It's 40 minutes left and Calvin Phillips is coming on. Um, well, yeah, sometimes, I, I do. Sometimes think, you forget where he plays. Yeah, so I think it'll. I think it'll be Cock and Strauch again because I don't think Verbal will be fit. I mean, just I look at the bench and and the only players you, you could feasibly see coming in are like for like swaps and Christensen coming in because of Ailing's form. Like you know, you're not going to throw Farshaw into this one. I'd be very surprised if he throws Liam I, Cooper in. I will say that I w- I wouldn't throw Forshaw in, but I wouldn't rule that out. You know, just there's been a lot of media talk about him, and I don't think it's come from nowhere. Hmm. Uh, I think that there's a reason that it keeps coming up, so it wouldn't shock me. I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if he got thrown in. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it's a good idea, but I think that that might happen. Um, I would because we have lacked a bit of quality on the ball. I would like to see Rodrigo get into this side again. Just see if he can be what he was before, even if that means dropping Bamford. Um, but I'm not you. sure. I'm not. That isn't something I'm like sure because the the thing was that the whole Bamford focal point thing. It does usually make us better. Yeah, I, I do think it. Even when he's not playing well, particularly, I do think he helps us get higher up the pitch. Yeah, and you definitely need that. That you know. That being said, it was was it Rodrigo? I think it was Rodrigo up front on his own last uh, time we at played Anfield. them. Yeah, at Anfield it was. Yeah, because he scored from that shit back pass early on. Uh, Ali sent us a message saying, "Surely Aronson's lack of productivity has to see him lose his place soon." I would, in an ideal world, I would quite like Rodrigo for Aronson. I just don't think that happens against Liverpool because I it's, think we're going to have, I think we're going to have like thirty-five percent of the ball. So you probably want Aronson Terrassing about. Whereas for the Fulham game, if 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 instead of Liverpool to, on Monday night it was Fulham, I'd be absolutely advocating for Rodrigo in for Aronson. It's such a weird one with, um, with Aronson. Hmm. I. I I'd like I thought again first half he looked better against Palace, but then second half just became. Well, I mean, I suppose he, he set up he set up a goal with a set piece and he nearly scored himself. Yeah, but second half he just became the same passive player Weak. that he's been for a lot. Yeah, get and, up, and, and, <laughs> it's the, and it's that, that, it is that tough thing again of going down, and you're like, mate, like we we do not have time for this. 
you are not Bruno Fernandez. Get up and get back. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Ali, Ali's response to that is that Aronson is a poor man's Dan James. And well, Dan James got a goal and assist today, so it's harder for me to argue. <laughs> I would just argue that neither one of them was worth the roughly 25 million quid that we played for him. Um, yeah, I. It's sort of weird, isn't it? There's probably seven of them that you could drop, but you I don't think that we will. No, I, I am getting I am getting this weird feeling that it's Aronson out for sure in and McKenny plays as like a eight going into a ten, a bit like he did in the FA Cup game at Fulham. That sort of the wide ten sort of yeah. drifting in. And Steve Morris. I, I yeah, I could sort of see that happening. Uh but I think I think Bamford keeps his place. Just I, I think you've got to leave Sinistero in and just tell him to just go at go at Trent Alexander Arnold just all day and just keep giving him the ball. And if he's knackered after an hour, that's fine. Yeah. Um yeah, it's, I mean, the, the one thing with the wingers is at least that they're they're the positions where I think we're pretty well stocked. Um, again, I, I, I don't know at what point I, I kind of think I wouldn't mind seeing Ruta have a go. You know, if you're going to go with you know if, if if you do stick with two you know two up top, is he going to be? Any worse than Aronson? Like, a, a, does what you lose defensively by taking Aronson out of the team get made up for having a bit more attacking output by having Rute there? It might do, but I think if I was going to do that, I'd go for Rodrigo instead of Rute. You're losing um, a lot of defensive output there. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's the that's the only thing with with this game is the the daft thing in you know. I know Rodrigo scored, but that was the result of a horrendous back pass that he was switched on to more than anything else. Mm. Um, and, and I can see, I imagine, again, it will be similar to similar to Brighton, similar to Arsenal. We're, we're going to sit deep and look to look to try and take our chances on on the counter. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Rodrigo suits is playing that way. Yeah. Um, for what it's worth, uh, Alice agreeing with you, Rutter gets back well, winning the ball well. His tackling stats at Hoffenheim were outstanding, weren't they? Mm. And he, so, yeah, mate, maybe it's worth a go. I just I don't think that we've quite seen the quality from him yet to throw him in from the start, but we'll see. Uh, what score do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be close. Um I'm going to say we come away with a... I'm going to say two-all draw. I hope that you are right. That would be an outstanding result. I've got us down losing 3-1. I think that we will score because they're not good defensively. But I just... The way we're currently defending, I just can't... I think they've got too many quality players and I don't think we'll be able to keep them out. And based on the way that we defended set pieces in the last game, my bet is Van Dyke to score the header. Oof, I've not even looked to be honest. Never do. Uh, which is, I, I, um, I happen to get it up 
because I was a a weird a weird thing actually. Um, like the results from today have not affected Leeds' relegation odds at all with the exact same price as we were. Yeah, I mean, we're so still, it we're still was very. You know, a couple of teams have got out of it, but a couple lost. It was about dead even in terms of results for us by the by the models and stuff. Uh, for whatever reason, Paddy Power is not opening on my laptop. So... Oh, it's it, they'll still be settling over Grand National. Uh, let's just go to another website and somehow find my way through. Um, you know what? I I will just go Jack Harrison anytime, and let's see what odds I can find. Skybet had a special on that that it was uh, like seven to one against Palace, which was quite a big price. But I will just uh, I will find you a price anytime goal scorer. Uh, Jack Harrison nine to two. Uh, yep, so I will, I will go with that. Cool. Well, hopefully, we can get a result because it really would make a massive difference if we could. Um, but I'm, I must admit, I'm not confident going into this. No, but last time it was a, a tense affair. At least, be, at least this will be for us the start of a long day of drinking. What the Monday night? Yeah, in preparation. In a really long day. That's my first day back at work. There's every chance I'll be drinking. Yeah. Well, um, we will. Yeah, you'll almost certainly from about ten a.m. Right. Why's, so that why's, was sorry. Why is Luke Chadwick coming on for Man City? Was that Paul Palmer? Uh, it was an ugly sod. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was Steve Cooper. Um, <laughs> Right, uh, so yeah, that will do us for episode 210 of My Rights Podcast. Um, I think I'll feel better so long as if Scum do the job tomorrow and beat Forest. I think I'll feel a little bit better then. Um, but that's exactly why I don't think they will. So I've been Jack. See you. I'm in Casey. Have a good one. In a bit.